This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hey, decision masters, how you doing? Let's talk about something very, very real and normal and human, and let's put a life-changing spin on it. Shall we? Let's get bold. Why not? You can handle it. You're afraid of how someone's going to react. This is something that happens on minuscule levels every single day and also in huge scenarios. And it affects our decisions. And I want to talk about what's really going on because if you let me plant this seed idea in your mind garden and you let it grow, I have a feeling it is going to change your entire life. And I know that I started out there with a big swing. Maybe the weirdest metaphor ever, but you know what? This is where we are today and we're honoring today's truth. But our relationship to the idea of other people's opinions is such a phenomenally huge factor in our decision making. I want to just plant a little seed idea. I want to ease you into this concept we're going to talk about today. And I want to invite you to just let it marinate. See what happens if you take this into your day into your week, into your month, and see how it starts impacting your decisions and how it starts impacting your FOPO, your fear of people's opinions. So what I want to start with is the reality check that this FOPO in action is happening without us meaning for it to happen. So here's what I mean. FOPO comes in, right? It swoops in and it compels us to not say what we mean, to not advocate for what we want, to agree to stuff we don't want to do because we're afraid of how someone's going to react. It mostly happens on this small kind of daily scale. For example, one time at the butcher around the corner who also sells wine, I noticed I was getting charged $10 more for this bottle of wine that was listed at a different price. And I didn't say anything because... In the span of about one second, probably less, all these fears flashed up. Don't be annoying. Don't be cheap. Don't take up time. Other people are waiting. And so I just paid and I got out of there. What those red flags were really about were how I was going to look to other people. What other people would think about me if I chose to say, hey, that's the wrong price. And it really does happen that quickly. I know you've been there. I know you've reacted in some way and then probably spent the next year and a half replaying it over in your mind, thinking about what you should have said and what you should have done. So first, I just want us to all recognize that this is not a mindset choice. You're not waking up thinking, you know what would be a really smart, good idea today? Uh, Let's be so afraid of other people's reactions that we just make all these choices that we don't like and then let's ruminate on them forever. This particular FOPO reaction is largely a stress response. And unfortunately, your stress response is designed to operate without your conscious participation, which means you can't change it in the moment. You can only change the habits that propel it 
And you can only change those habits over time so that when the stress response gets activated again later, something different happens. Okie dokie. So for the love of breadsticks, stop being so hard on yourself for not saying or doing something different. You probably physiologically couldn't do or say something different. In the future, you can't. And today's aforementioned idea seed is going to help you with this habit change. And it's worth changing this habit because you might think, well, it's not really that big a deal. It just costs you 10 bucks. Those aren't huge losses. Or are they? Because these moments, these choices don't just cost us a little bit of friction in the moment, a little extra money, a little extra time from agreeing to do things that we don't want to do or whatever. It costs us so much energy. Remember that year and a half you're going to dedicate to ruminating on this stupid $10 mistake of a choice? It not only costs you energy, it costs you self-trust because you are now walking around your life with this story that you do not like the decisions you make. You're not a good decision maker. And ultimately, this habit is worth changing because it doesn't just affect those small daily decisions. This fear of people's reactions and this habit of adjusting our decisions accordingly trickles up into really big life choices. And that's when the costs and the losses really do start adding up. So we're going to change this habit. We're going to do it together. And we're going to start with this idea seed. Here it is. Much of our fear of people's reactions is actually a fear that we are going to be disappointed in them. Let's go straight to an example because it's the best way to explain what I'm talking about. So let's say you're thinking of telling your longtime boss, mentor, slash friend that you're leaving your job to start your next chapter. Congratulations, by the way. But you are worried that they're going to be upset at you for, quote, abandoning the team. What are you really afraid of? That reaction of being told to your face that you are uh, abandoning people uh, this doesn't sound pleasant, so I'm going to give you that. But looking at it from another angle, you can actually see that that's a pretty unsupportive and judgmental response. If your best friend's boss said, you're abandoning us, after hearing the news that she was leaving to do her own next chapter, you would probably think, wow, what a monumental disappointment. Your boss is so stressed and self-focused and short-sighted that they can't be at all professional, let alone happy for you. What a bummer. Let's look at another example. What about if you want to do your own thing with your family or your friends for the holidays, instead of doing what's expected or assumed by your whole extended family, and you're concerned your mom is going to take it personally and think you don't love her anymore. Okay, perhaps a little extreme, but everybody has a drama enthusiast in the family, right? And sure, none of us wants mom to think or feel that. We do not want that for her. And if mom is so unwilling to open her mind to the idea that you can 1000% love her and also do exactly what you want, at the same time, isn't that her choice at some point? Doesn't she have the opportunity to consider that you being happy might be nice and might not have anything to do with her? And even if she is disappointed, she might also be able to still have a good time. Again, after the initial sting that I'm totally validating because the reaction sounds uncomfortable for you, 
we can see that what you're really afraid of here is that your mom is going to show herself to be a little bit of a guilt-tripping, manipulative, selfish person. I know! Not fun. Because that would be such a bummer. And so often when we're in this FOPO fearing reaction place, that is what we don't want. The bummer of the reality that someone's not a little bit better. We're afraid to find out that someone is not as supportive or understanding, accepting, professional, respectful, forgiving, or loving as we want them to be, as we hope they are. To be clear, we're not saying they're wrong for this reaction that we view as unsupportive or disrespectful even. Everyone's on their own path. Everyone's doing today's version of their best. We don't always like their best. They don't always like our best. When you zoom out and you sprinkle a little objectivity on these situations, they're really just unfortunate convergences of two people wanting the other person to be different in that moment. And does it feel nearly impossible to be objective when it comes to FOPO real time? Yes, that's why we're just planting this idea seed today. So I want you to consider this the next time you're afraid of what someone's going to think or say in reaction to your decision, something you do, something you say. After that initial gut punch feeling of, they're not happy. It just might be possible that you're afraid that they're going to disappoint you. And while that might not make any of this more fun to experience, it can help you have more compassion for yourself, more compassion for this other person, and therefore have a less stressful experience overall. You can have compassion for yourself because, like we said before, we are so hard on ourselves for this stuff and how we should react, and how we are not reacting better, and how we're not doing the right thing, and then how we're ruminating on stuff that we don't think we should be ruminating on. The more compassion you can have for being a human person with human habits, and for that being hard a lot of the time, the better. Because that means you'll waste less time and energy on self-judgment, and you'll spend more time and energy making the decisions you love and being present in your life. Yum. This also lets you access some self-compassion because you're framing yourself not as a weakling who's like, oh, I'm so scared of people's opinions. You can really see yourself as someone who values this relationship. You value this connection and you hope that it can survive one of you being uncomfortable with the other person's choice momentarily. You hope that there's support or respect, or love, or whatever you want in someone's reaction. And that's not a weak thing at all. So we can have compassion for this. We also can access more compassion for the other person. Because here's the truth. If your friend doesn't have the capacity to respect your decision to honor your health and cancel plans, or if your loved one can't access any support for you pursuing work you love, but that they don't understand or approve of, or if a coworker won't even try to find some happiness for your success because they're making it about their own failure. Isn't that a shame? Can't you imagine their lives being a little less stressful and them being a little bit more secure or happy or peaceful if they weren't creating this suffering for themselves? It's not wrong, but it is kind of a shame, and you can have compassion for that. 
and all that compassion for yourself and for this other human person, just both of you doing your best, what you have the capacity to do that day, all that compassion can lower the stress of this experience and free you up to own your decision. Really make some space for everybody's reactions, but to see them from a higher, more secure perspective and really green light going forward with this choice that may or may not elicit a reaction from someone you don't like, but either way, you can stand by it. You can own your choice. And that's what we want. So let me know what happens in your mind garden as this idea seed grows. Okay, we finished. We finished with that metaphor. Thanks for staying with me there. And if you haven't already, make sure to check out how we can work together because we are gearing up for fall right now, real time. And this is a great time of year to take a deep breath, organize your thoughts, and make some powerful decisions about what the rest of 2023 is going to be for you. So if you need help with that, I'm here. We can work together on a single decision over the course of about a week, or I can customize a whole coaching program for you to work on goals and challenges over more time. Either way, you're not in this alone. You don't have to do it alone. So if having accountability and guidance and expert help in making things happen sounds like it will make the rest of this year easier and you will be able to guarantee some things to yourself that you wouldn't otherwise on your own, that's exactly what this is for. So go to kirstenparker.com. You can book the make a decision session directly if you want to be done and solid and clear on a decision by the end of next week. Just go book that right now. Or you can put a free consult on the books where we'll talk like humans about what you want and if this coaching is the exact perfect fit for you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Go water your mind garden and I will talk to you soon, friend. Hey, are your decisions taking too long? Take the two-minute quiz to find out. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. You want to know your decision time saver, right? Um, obviously. If you've ever spent 45 minutes crafting a one-sentence text message or three weeks back and forthing on which throw pillow to buy, trust me, you want to take this quiz and get these seriously in-depth results. Go to kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.